reach out to people who are already in your network, who may have connections to other high caliber individuals. Ask for introductions, ask for recommendation. It takes time, it takes effort. Be patient, be persistent, be genuine, and be authentic. Hello, my friend, and welcome to this Friday episode of A Call to Leadership. I'm Dr. Nate Sala, your host. If it's your first time joining me, welcome. Every Friday, I approach leadership with you. We just spend some time together focusing on one aspect of leadership. We don't cover many topics. We don't go into a number of different issues in today's leadership. It's really just tools for your tool belt so that you can thrive as a leader in aiming for greatness and serving others to live a life that is irresistible. Wouldn't we want that? Well, I do. And so if you are with me week after week, welcome back. And today is going to be a special day. I've been thinking a lot about our definition of leadership. And if you haven't listened to the very first episode, episode one, I take my time defining leadership. It's, there's many, many definitions by many great scholars in leadership. I approached it from a four-part perspective. I approached it from the part that leadership is not just influence, but it starts with discovery. Leaders are discoverers. We are pioneers. We are explorers. And through discovery, we learn where we want to go and how to go to a better future state with others. Then we influence others to join us along the pathway. And of course, if we are effective leaders, we are achievers. It all revolves around shared purpose. So if I were to define leadership, I would say leadership is the discovery of, influence toward, and achievement of shared purpose. And so the first part of this, the discovery piece, oftentimes as leaders, we miss it. We spend so much time in the influence and achievement realm, right? Step two, step three, that we rarely circle back around to step one because we're so busy in the trenches, in the execution phase, if you will. And every so often, we need to come up for air. Sometimes there are problems that we have that we are not clear on how to solve. Sometimes our influence is waning and we need to regroup. I found this in my own family. My son and I were having some challenges. He's a teenager now at the time of this recording. And they start to drift off. Parents sometimes don't understand how to communicate, don't understand what's going on. I'm almost 50 years old now at the time of this recording. And I haven't been a teenager in, oh, what, 30 years. So I've forgotten a lot of the challenges, if you will. I remember some of them. And even so, teenagers today have different challenges than teenagers did 30 years ago. And so I was considering how do I deal with this problem? Well, if I don't have the influence at home with my son that I once did, that I desire to have as a leader, as a friend, I need to go back to stage one because my execution isn't flawless Stage one is discovery. I have to go back to discovery. How do I do that? Well, a couple different ways I started. One was I began to listen to a podcast by a person who has a wonderful program on parenting today's teens. And so this podcast has helped me to grow, to listen, to learn. And by a gentleman named Mark Gregston, who has given me tremendous insight on the relationship that I'm facing with my team. And then secondly, I went out and I went to a convention with my wife. 
which was a homeschool convention. And I was learning different practices and different behaviors from some of the speakers on how to engage and to actively seek a fruitful relationship with my son. What's happening here? What am I doing? The discovery process that I'm impacting, the discovery process that I'm plugging into really is the network. It is the network of individuals who will help me discover how to influence and achieve the shared purpose I desire. This is so important, friend. We spend so much time in the trenches. We need to back up sometimes and access our network so that we can re-engage. We can learn new ways because leadership is about learning. Never take our foot off the learning right? Always integrate that into our day, into our week, into our month. So how do we master the networking aspect of it, right? How do we do that? You say, Nate, I'm so busy. I don't have time for any of this stuff. You have to make time. You have to take your schedule, your calendar. You must, you are the master of your calendar. Your calendar is not the master of you. You say, that's easier said than done. Of course, it's not easy, but not much is easy, right? Do hard things, like moving things around your calendar, building margin in. It might not be today, it might not be tomorrow. Maybe it's next week or next month that you find ways. And honestly, guys, there are always ways that we can cut something or do something if it's important enough, if the priority is there. For me, the priority was number one. So what did I start doing? On the way into the office, I plugged into the podcast. Seven-minute episodes, 10-minute episodes, 14-minute episodes, right? Little doses, little nuggets, right? I'm accessing a network. And that network of individuals, i.e. via podcast, I love this medium that's grown. Obviously, this is a podcast and you're listening, so you understand this. What a repository of resources to learn, to grow, to add to our ability so that we can then discover new ways to influence and achieve. That's only one piece. A networking event that I attended was so helpful, taking so many notes. I spoke with different speakers and in fact invited some of them to join me on my show and you'll be hearing from some of them soon. Also, it gave me a better understanding and clarity because clarity is power on how to approach my relationships as a leader. And the beauty of it was it wasn't just I came in for one challenge, but I left solving other problems too. Have you ever done that? Have you ever gone in to a situation where you want to solve one problem and then you're illuminated to the possibilities in other areas that happened with me? So I encourage you to attend networking events. Now, we are past COVID. We are able to see each other in person, not just on Zooms. There's so much more that can happen in a room with people in person than on the computers. And I love this. I'm so glad we have the technology. It's such a blessing. However, we've got to get back into community. We were designed. We are human beings who are social, connected creatures. It's so important for us to connect to our network, have conversations eye to eye, shoulder to shoulder, right? So when you're looking for events, look for events where high caliber professionals, people gather, right? These conferences, industry specific events, it may be related to your family. It may be related to your business. It may be just related to your life. Attend these events and make an effort to meet new people, 
right? Make new connections, right? Exchange your contact information. Follow up with any potential new connections after that event. That's one way to tap into your network. Secondly, you can join uh, professional organizations. You know, consider joining a professional organization within your industry, right? These groups are great. They give you opportunities to connect. You can, and not only that, but you have similar interests and goals, right? It's a great way to engage with other professionals in your field. I don't even look at these individuals as competitors. I look at them as colleagues because I want to connect with them to follow up with these new connections, especially after the events, and talk about best practices. I've had conversations with industry colleagues who are doing the exact same type of work that I am, yet they have different approaches. Even in the accounting industry, my accounting advisory firm, I had a conversation with someone several months ago that who's in a different market. And this individual was sharing some of their software that they use for their tax strategy. I was sharing some of my practices for building a healthy organizational culture. We both left better. So rather than looking at these individuals as competitors, I look at them as colleagues. And these colleagues, we can grow together. It's been said a rising tide raises all ships, right? So that's the professional organization, right? Develop those relationships with those who you perhaps admire or perhaps you just like to learn from. Thirdly, you can leverage your existing network. Reach out to people who are already in your network, who may have connections to other high caliber individuals. Ask for introductions. Ask for recommendations, right? It takes time. It takes effort. Be patient, be persistent, be genuine, and be authentic. Focus on creating valuable relationships that benefit everyone, you and your connections, right? And then once you begin to discover through your network ways to connect and learn, stay connected. You know, Keep in touch with these people. Put it on your calendar in your network. Build relationships that are genuine, right? And the, one of the ways we do this is by being a helpful resource to them, providing value wherever you can. I found that I love to just give value everywhere, right? Share my insights, share my understanding so that people look at me as someone who is not just a taker, right? You know, guys, we know people who are just takers. All they want to do is access your network, access how you can help them, right? You want to eliminate those people. You want people who will reciprocate, right? So, and you want to be that person, right? You want to be the kind of person who gives back, right? Pay it forward by helping others in your network, right? You can share articles that might be of interest to them, or you can make introductions between people who could benefit knowing each other. In fact, I just met someone yesterday at an event, just a, did a two-day entrepreneur summit. It was fantastic. I met someone who is called herself a super connector, right? She wants to make introductions between people. She asked me, you know, what is it that you want? Who is your ideal client? What are you struggling with? Perhaps I can connect you with someone else in my network. That person becomes a very high value relationship. You're like, wow, fantastic. Thank you so much. Here are some of the things that I'm working on in the next 12 months, right? And that person then becomes an asset to you. Be an asset in the network. And then these genuine relationships will begin to develop. And then make sure that you keep in touch in such a way that is meaningful. You know, it's not a one-time event. It's an ongoing process. It involves nurturing the relationships. 
actively engaging with your connections, both online, offline. And you can do that through technology. You don't have to remember everything. You can do that through simply getting involved with people and staying involved. I am confident that the power of our network is, it's been said that your network is your net worth. And in some ways, I do believe that because I believe you build social capital. I believe you build relational currency through the network, through connecting with other people. And I found it to be invaluable. I've found that the people who I've surrounded myself with have been even more valuable than what I know, if you will. You know, you've heard the saying, it's not what you know, it's who you know, right? I believe that. Now, of course, it's important to know things, right? To have knowledge and skills and to use them in the marketplace. However, I've found that the relationships I've developed have moved me so much further that it's simply my own knowledge base, right? Because we bind together and there's synergy among people. Even this weekend, as I was attending this event, the connections that I made with people who I know that I can help in the future and they can help me. And sometimes it's just one sentence, one phrase. Sometimes it's simply a pathway that's opened up, a blind spot that's revealed, a new way that's illuminated, and perhaps another way that's fruitless that is eliminated that will make the perspective of you leading well all the more real. So my friend, if you have not engaged your network, if you're in the trenches and you're still trying to figure out how to influence, or if you're at a roadblock or an impasse, I encourage you to attend an event, have a coffee, have a lunch or a tea or a sparkling water, right? Connect as a group, connect as an individual, take time to discover and recharge and rejuvenate and re-engage as you aim for greatness in serving others as a leader worth following. Well, my friend, we did it. I'm so honored you were able to join me on this episode of A Call to Leadership. Now, this might not be for everyone because you really have to be in a certain place in order to take the kind of steps to level up your leadership. And I want you to be taking steps. And for those of you who feel like you're ready for something like this, there's a place you can go. You can go to our website, greatsummit.com. I'll make sure that's in the show notes. But here's the cool thing that we have. We've got a masterclass. We have all different kinds of events. We even have our leadership club where you can meet other people just like you to go deeper in your leadership journey. You and I will get to spend some time together and really focus on aiming for greatness. I can't wait to see you there. I'm Dr. Nate Sala, and this is a call to leadership.